Hi, this is Naoki Yoshida, and you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Here we go! Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamer Escape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we have Dr. Mog and Bryn. What's going on, guys? Not much. How are you doing? This is, this is kind of a, an important episode. It's the first episode we've done since the game has been out. Good. Or, or maybe we should say since A Realm Reborn has been out since uh, <laughs> we've been at this for a while. We wouldn't want to confuse anybody. Uh, so it's out. Yes. Lots of finally. Lots of people are playing. Um, almost, almost. I think too many people are playing. Uh, well, don't, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. We, we'll, we can't. We can't. The duty finder would say at otherwise. least address them. There's been a lot of server oh, yeah. issues, um, but Square Enix has been really good about communicating um, what's going on with those. Uh, they, have t- they have a new Twitter account now just for uh, like server status type of, type of things. Um, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's, it's around. You can find it pretty easily, I'm sure. Um, but uh, New Worlds have been added. They've been doing uh, stuff to alleviate Duty Finder. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but first off, we're going to go into host achievements because the game is out finally. And we've been able to play and, and do a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, we'll start at the bottom. Bryn, what's been going on with you this past week or two here? <laughs> I've uh, I've been in a trance. Like, I've been enjoying Final Fantasy so much. Um, every possible uh, time that I can sit and play, I've been playing. Uh, my wife has been incredibly generous and, and supportive <laughs> of this time. And I'm like, all right, let me just finish the game. So... So far, uh, I, you know, I've been playing uh, Arcanist, you know, since Phase 4 exclusively. Just been playing it like it was my only class. And obviously with, you know, if I didn't have already a lot of classes at 50, there it would, I would probably have a, a different experience. But I'm right now at 42. I've just finished, like, Stone Vigil and I'm working my way through the story. And I'm loving absolutely every bit of it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I was like, it's... So I know you know people might rush through the the text, but all the quest tests, e, uh, text, even some of these like just random side quests, you just if you if you rush through it, you miss so much. You like have gold. to read the quest oh. text. There was a a bit for for anybody that played 1.0 um, and remembers the uh, like the end of days, so to speak, um, and remembers the Gubu Wall of Ulda. Remember people just lined up in front of Ulda on their gobbies. They referenced that. Mm-hmm. In one of the quests, which was amazing when I when I got to it, um, I was just like bravo localization, like taking stuff from that the community did and like integrating it into the lore. That's amazing. Uh, Do you remember you, which quest it was? It was in Corsus. Yeah, it's once you get to the kind of mid thirty range and get. To I the, have I have uh, a couple screenshots of it somewhere. I can probably look back and find the uh, the NPC. But uh, yeah, that'd be good. Have I you, want to you, say it was with the main the main scenario as well. Have you have you found the Oprah re- reference? The Oprah reference? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. The you get a pot. You get a pot. You get a pot. Everybody gets a pot. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> they referenced a lot of mainstream media. Oh in, uh, yeah. So far, I've found countless references to movies and books and songs and pop culture. It's yeah. it's. There's a lot Crazy of easy. I know. I I, I, uh, I was at PAX uh, this past weekend here, uh, and I ran into Fern Halls, and I was talking to him a little bit about just kind of you know stuff in general. And you know, he's like, at one point, he had to just go and, and read up on fair use because the legal department, anytime they would have you know breaking bud, legal's like, oh no, we can't do that. They're gonna sue us, and you know, because they're thinking of like the ten steps it would take to actually you know get to that point. 
and he's like, well, no, look, you know, fair use, and like, we'll be fine, and and so, you know, there they go. So, chat saying that uh, Fernwalls is uh, in, a, in a leave at Blue Fog. Really? Um, <laughs> if the, I haven't done that one yet, but I'm gonna have to pay attention. I just actually unlocked Blue Fog. Uh, Blue Fog. I can't even say. It. All right, you know, I've just unlocked those yeah. leaves. I wanted to check that out. I didn't know that. His um, during they had a. Uh, Green packs, and we'll we'll talk about the event where they did some stage presentations. And I guess uh, he also uh, snuck his son's name into the game, so uh, that's kind of cool. But uh, all right, so yeah, how about, how about you? <laughs> Me? Right, I'll, yeah. let, I'll let Mog go first. All right. Yeah, you're the host. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I uh, I haven't slept everything. That's what, that's what Mog has done. Every he's he's beaten the game. He's done. <laughs> he's waiting for patch two point one. No, I, well, almost, but I'm working on it. Yeah, uh, no, we're on coil uh we just started coil first turn we took a little bit longer than some other uh end game shells to get there because we've got a lot of people to get through and we're working on getting a lot of people through titan and stuff to get ready for crystal tower so we're we're a few days behind but we're we're on turn one of coil and uh we're gonna start that hardcore probably in a few days and then uh we've just been doing keep over and over and over again i came up well i didn't come up with it but we I uh, figured out you can speed run that place pretty pretty hard, and so we've been doing you know twelve minute runs and just capping on uh, the tombstones. And uh, tome, so I'm working stones, on tombstones. Tome, There's tome. no B. Tome. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, it's just, it's just one of those. Tell me once that like if you know what I'm talking about, then it's okay. I, I did, did, but you... it's, it's one of those things where if we're gonna be <laughs> saying it so much, we should probably get it right. Because right, people are gonna right. be like, "How do you get tombstones?" <laughs> <laughs> It, can I get mine with pepperoni and sausage? I'll be working Absolutely. on my pronunciations. <laughs> it, you know what? It really helps though. Like, is the voice acting? It's I, I would say it's really quality, but it really also helps with pronunciation. Oh, that's how they pronounce it. I actually thought some of the voiceovers were not that great. <laughs> some of them aren't. I wouldn't say bad. They're just you know yeah. not the top notch. But there's some in there that it's like, all right, this is really good. It's funny because anyway. you, you get your your the the first kind of like big voice cutscene with all the scions and and stuff, and they're going around the table, and you're like, "This is you know, I'm this person, and I'm this person." Then you have Urianje, who's like, "I'm Urianje, but really in Balthier, because he sounds exactly like Balthier, because it's, it's the same voice <laughs> actor." And you're like, "What's up, Balthier? That's not Balthier." How he doesn't you? have a, he doesn't have a lot of lines right now. No, <laughs> he just he just says like a couple cryptic things, and that's that's it. That's all I hear from him. I think he'll probably play a bigger part later. I hope. Anyway, right. right. So, uh, <laughs> what else, what else have you been doing, Monk? Uh jeez, I got I don't know. I wasn't a fan of Arcanist, so I got it to like thirty or so, and just bailed on it. Um, oh man, that breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I just so fun. <laughs> it's okay. It's not my my cup of tea, you know. I don't enjoy yeah. that that uh, rule, I suppose. So I've been doing a lot on Bard, and come to find out, Bard's pretty awesome on the damage. So it's uh, kind of gratifying to have a use in uh, on Bard instead of just a you know a song puppet. So right. yeah, that's kind of nice. Um, other than that, I'm just working on Darklight for absolutely every single uh, job. I yep. I'm working on. I don't even know how many tome tomestones tomes just call them tomes tomes i don't even know how many tomes it is but i decked out uh i've got everything for bard almost everything for dragoon almost everything for monk almost everything for white mage uh so i got black mage and the two tanks to finish cool yeah so that's what i'm working on you got your uh your cool pink bard body oh yeah i got my af2 bard body piece yep 
Nice. Very, very cool. The uh, yeah, well, that's one of the things I haven't spent a lot of time with is my fifties at all. Like I've just you know, again been working the Arcanist, and I uh, I think once I do finally like you know hit fifty and finish the story, I'm gonna switch back to my tanks and work the, uh, their way through because they're, they're fifty, but I got to do their class quests, right. job stuff, uh, and, and get them up because man, if <laughs> if you want to get like instant parties. Uh, pr- pretty much roll a tank, and I'm like, oh, if I if I didn't have uh, uh war and uh, and gladiator at fifty, I would uh I would have been probably playing them uh, yeah. the entire time. I think it's been flip flopping back and forth between tank and healer because I sometimes just when nothing's going on, I hop on white mage and just queue up for in progress, and it's instant, just ab- oh. every single time. So of course you gotta wonder if if you get the the in progress oh. ones, why do the other white mage leave, <laughs> right? Oh. I don't know. I've had pretty good luck with them so far. I've had people have to leave, you know, not because of the, how the party is. Just like, oh, something's come up. Sorry, guys, I gotta go. And I mean, it, it happens. Yeah. There's there's yeah. quite a mixed bag of of. Uh, I don't I don't know if I want to use the term like elitist, but like just assholes. <laughs> Yeah, I actually you get in. You get in, and my first pair today, like mm-hmm. it was really like was offensive, yeah. and just sh- shocked because I would say ninety nine point. Nine percent of the time, I've had great, you know, experiences with everybody I've run into. Everybody's real friendly. I mean, we're a great community uh, of fans and, and people. But today, it was running the dungeon, yeah. and oh my gosh, like nobody was performing badly. These guys were just horrible human beings. <laughs> there's been there's been some screenshots going on of some really nasty comments being made. I've seen mm-hmm. some of those. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, that's that sucks. But it happened to me today. Yeah. And I was I reported it. I was like, "All right, you know, this doesn't, this doesn't need to go." Yeah. Luckily, I haven't I haven't run into anything like that hardcore. I mean, I'll get like a like okay, like um, I think I did a, a, a queued in for Amtapor Keep once before we started doing the speedruns just to kind of get a feel for it. And uh, the tank, he's like, "Hey guys, what's up? Like, it's my first time. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn it." And the the white mage immediately is like, "Ugh," and leaves. I'm like, "Wow, you're like." <laughs> It's it's interesting because there's all these people that are so picky about the parties, um, but they're also using and duty finder in the first I know. place. Right? The duty so, finder is for that. It's right. So it's it's for more casual players for, to be more accessible so they can get into the content. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's exactly. a lot of people that are like, "Oh, you're just like this casual player. I don't want to play with you." Like it's you're an amateur keep. I mean. How- <laughs> You're, you're going to have picked up some skills all the way right. up. It's a level point. 50 dungeon. You've had to have beaten the main scenario. People are going to have a slight idea of how to play their role, not necessarily the dungeon itself. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's like the same people that, you know, the QN4 for Castrum or uh, for Praetorium. And then they get pissed that people are, like, watching the cutscene. It's like, well, they're doing this for their story. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, if you want to farm it, get a group to farm it. That was what the people guys, that are complaining was, need a good free company, or they need mm-hmm. to get a free company exactly. and start running with their free company instead exactly. of using the duty finder. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> since since launch, um, I got my Arcanus up to like twenty six or something. I just and I wasn't feeling it. So uh, you're so close to Summoner and Scholar, and well, that was my those goal. Are a lot of fun, and that's the thing. It's that you know really depending because like like you you're talking about with heels. Sometimes if I want to get the dungeon quick. I switch over to Scholar to, right. to get the fast pop, but uh, like I've really been enjoying Summoner, and then when I, when I got Fester, and then with Macros, 
I absolutely am just loving uh, tossing you know, these dots because, like, Fester, for those of you who haven't uh, played Summoner, is a level 35 ability, and you get it after you also get your Titan uh, Summon. But with Bio, um, I can't even pronounce it, Miasm? <laughs> Miasma? Miasma. Thank you, Miasma. Yeah. Uh, Bio 2, and then if you ta- uh, toss Fester, which uses an Aether, uh, Aether Flow, it, like, takes those uh, buffs and gets, like, a, a massive, like, spike uh, damage, nice. and I've seen it, like, crit for, like, 500. Okay. Um, yeah, and so it's, like, it's become this, like, really exciting thing, because I can, with between that and Bane, especially in the dungeons when all the mobs, like, rush, uh, toss in Bane to, to-, to spread it all out, and then Fester just on the main one to bring him down faster. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really having a good time. You really time. love this man, don't you? I don't know. <laughs> I, awesome. I, I liked the, that, yeah, I like the enthusiasm. I like the idea <laughs> of Arcanist. You know, it can be, you can do Summer and Scholar on it. It's like, more yeah. or less, like, you know, the, the levels are shared and all that kind of thing. But I just, I don't know. I couldn't really get into it. I have my, my White Mage is sitting at like 38 or something like that. So I'm thinking I might play around with that in some, some dungeons and try and get a feel for that a little bit, get it to 50. So I have a healer if I need, you know, if I need it for anything. Uh, and then maybe I'll go back and, and play with Scholar and, and stuff. If you do, also time. set up your macros, because yeah. you'll get so many of these little dots, you can end up just moving them all to one ability, and really, like, uh, you, you can do it smart. spam it, and it'll cycle right down. Yeah, yeah it yeah. cycles right through. And then also, same thing with Ruin. You can I do Ruin and Ruin 2 in one macro, and so it's like a double shot, because Ruin 2 is an instant cast. Right. So it's just like, boom, boom, you know, boom, yeah. boom. The global cooldown, there's yeah. a, there's yeah, a yeah. we've barge like that. Yeah, everyone in our free company, we've kind of kind of shared tips with each other, and there was a really good good one for Bard. With um, it was, uh, it's Misery Zen Bloodletter and Straight Shot. No, no, I was thinking the the buffs, the buffs one. Oh yeah, you just put it's, every single one of your Bard buffs in a single. You have line uh, there's like the four there's like the four buffs you get, and yeah. like if you split those into pairs, like they actually have the same recast. So um, it's I think it's Raging Strikes and Quelling Strikes are the same recast. So you can put that on the th- same macro, just pop them both right away, and then it was. Um, Barrage and Hawk's Eye, oh, yeah. I think, it was, is what it was. So, yeah. um, But that's nice. It kind of saves you a little bit of room on the, the bar. Though it's nice to also, if you do those, to have the uh, the actual actions somewhere else on the screen, You know, maybe shrink them down a little bit and put them somewhere just so you can see the recast on them. That helps a lot. Um, but other than that, I've been... Um, I've been doing a lot of armor. Armor, actually. I got that up to like 40, 42, 43. HQ mats turn-ins for leaves are amazing. I'm getting, you know, at one point I think I was getting like 60k XP a turn. <laughs> Mithril ingots, it's great. Um, and you have to buy your own mats for those, don't you? Yeah. And, or and, or well, craft them or whatever. Well, see, I also have a 50 miner, so I can just go out, get it, and whatever. So That's cool. It comes in handy. Yeah, I got my, uh, I did all my mining quests. I got my, uh, I think it's called the Mammon, the, uh, like the mining pick, mm-hmm. which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, all of the the gathering classes. I'm assuming it's the same with the crafting classes too. Do you get a thing at the end of the? Yeah, you get yeah. a blue weapon. So if if you played 1.0, you'll know uh, there used to be the achievements to get like the gold weapons. Um, and if you do the level 50 quest on these classes now, you actually get a. Oh. It's almost like a like a AF weapon type of deal where it's actually the same stats as the golden uh, tool or whatever. That's uh, helpful. So it's yeah, yeah. They're, they're good stuff. Um, you can also go out and buy the the kind of like AF for those jobs as well. So I'm like decked out in like full miner gear. Which is awesome because if you use slash visor with the mining helmet, the light turns on and off. Yeah, that's like the coolest thing ever. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of lot of Amtapor keep. Uh, I've got the main scenario B. I've just been farming tomes. Got uh, 
what uh, head, body, hands, feet. I think like a ring for dark light so far. Um, I need Titan for my relic, and that's it. Like after I beat Titan, I can go and spend the stuff and get my Gable, which I'm like super pumped for. We'll get uh, it tonight, man. I mean, I'm hours. excited. And then next week, as soon as the uh, the reset happens for Myth, I just gotta do a couple uh, Amador keep runs and I have the plus one, which is like yes. <laughs> Somebody, someone in our, I think uh, someone got it today. Yeah, Deathwolf it, got his. Yeah, and you, you just hear him going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Like his. Defense. Oh, and, and we had two people get him today. Yeah, two people got Dylan? the the lance. Dylan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. as soon as they get it, all like all they're they're saying and. And TeamSpeak is like, oh my gosh, my DPS is so much better. This is like the greatest thing ever. I'm sitting there like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, so good. One thing I'm really surprised about uh, with the Relic Weapons Plus One and even just the Relic Weapons in the armor is that each piece seems to be a substantial upgrade. You notice your damage difference, your healing increase, your mitigation on your tanking and so forth from each, uh, each upgrade you do. And I love that. Like in 1.0, it was really really small it felt like you weren't gaining what you should be from getting these difficult pieces at least for me it did and and now i feel like i'm making progress you know good progress yeah. and then nice every thing, time i upgrade a piece the nice thing with some of these too um you know i know with with dark light now they have like dark light you know the of you know striking or maiming there's a couple different ones some of those are job specific um but for some of them it, it almost gives you a little bit of room of customization within that too because sometimes like there's some of those pieces in the set that you can wear on all jobs and some of them will some of them will have like crit some of them might have determination instead so like if you want to go for a crit build you could do that if you wanted to go more towards accuracy you could do that and still get those higher tiered items which i think it's is kind of nice. the accessories that are cross-classable yeah. they're all classes yeah so you could wear the the determination strength ring and which, the crit which, strength which, ring which is yeah. awesome yeah I know I was I was doing pretty good in, on crits. I was parsing uh, around the other day, so I was like, "Yes, <gasps> you're parsing!" Oh my god! I was getting like <laughs> like six or seven percent more crits than the other dragoon. It, which it actually helped because I did it with another dragoon in the party. We yeah, were, we were pretty close actually on DPS. So, so either we both suck or we're both doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I I, I kind of made everybody in our free company, take a look at the parser. Just it's so it's interesting can, to, to, you know, stack yourself up yeah. against the other people in the party and see how much damage you're doing. So, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Bard 2. Um, got that geared up with all the, the like, the whole freaking Bard set from Amdapur Keep. <laughs> so, I'm going to start getting Dark Light for that soon after uh, I get my uh, my pole arm. So, super excited for that. And that's, uh, that's about it. Nice. Now, we'll jump into news. Since you know, in case anyone doesn't want to hear about what we've been doing, right? You want to hear what's going on. Um, so last week, uh, they had a big launch event in Japan. Uh, Yoshida was on stage, gave a very emotional uh, speech. He actually cried a little bit uh, during this, which was weird. It's, it was hard to watch because weird. You see, we don't blame the guy at all. No, I. It, it was such a yeah. you know. I, mar- he just ran like the big longest marathon. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna yeah. It's emotional. Imagine that's, the that's stress on his shoulders. Yeah. I mean, it carrying was... the remake of mm-hmm. the new flagship. You know, I mean, it's... I mean, yeah. I mean, this this is pretty much you know when you think about Square Enix, Final Fantasy is their thing, and mm-hmm. if they, you know, if they bombed on this, that was you know it's like game over, guys. Um, but you know during that part in the speech, he was talking about you know a lot of the server problems they were having. Um, and you know, then he kind of just kind of went on this, you know, thing and just, you know, a little bit of like the trail, you know, the journey, you know, getting out to, you know, release and stuff like that. And 
I, I actually teared up a little bit just watching this. I was like, oh, man. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of people um, were on Twitter about this, like, you know, obviously, you know, kind of touched by this as well. And uh, a lot of people wanted to, you know, just thank Yoshida for all the work he's done. There's been a lot of people really, really upset that they can't get in. Um, but, you know, I mean, they've said, you know, hey, we're doing server maintenance on this day and, you know, we're going to get it working and all this stuff. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that it's an MMO and, you know, it's not an MMO unless you launch with server issues, right? I mean, every, well, it happens with every MMO. Even, they even underestimated it MMOs. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, but Yoshi, like, to his credit, took full responsibility. He's like, you know, I, it was my call of how many servers and what was going on, and he apologized. And it's like, he very, very sincerely, you know, yeah. and then they, you know, you know, reward us with free time and all of these, you know, things that, you know, they we haven't had to really ask. They just said, this is what we're doing, so we got that. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for you guys or any other issues, but since the Wednesday, last Wednesday's maintenance, man, it's been smooth sailing. Haven't had any problems getting in. Uh, mm -hmm. I might hit a queue every now and then, and that's fine. But that's exciting. I mean, the worlds are full. We don't have a problem of a bad game like we did uh, three years ago. Yeah. We have a problem of an amazing game that everybody wants to play, and yeah. that is like that is so exciting because like truly, Yoshi and his team and everybody out over there have done the impossible. They've really made like an amazing Final Fantasy game. Like and I've always said this, he's made a Final Fantasy game and it happens to be an online MMO. It's not the other way around. It is truly I like I'm playing, you know, Final Fantasy. And then oh, so so is all my friends. So are you guys. We're all in this world together. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Anyway. It's like, you know, when I when I caught up with all the guys at, at PAX, you know, all the, the community people, PR people, you know, Yoshida was out there. And I said, you know, it, it sucks that this is happening, but out of all the problems that you could be having, this is a very good problem to have. You have so many people that want to play the game. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, a lot of people were on Twitter. I uh, wanted to, you know, just thank Yoshida um, for, for all the work that him and the, the team have done. A lot of people were hating because of the server issues. Um, so I did a little something. I put something up on the site uh, where people could submit their thank you messages. Um, and I actually printed them out and uh, deliver them to uh, Yoshida at PAX. Uh, and he was very grateful, and he would like to say thank you to, to everybody that uh, contributed to that. Uh, overall, we had uh, over 1,600 messages. Oh, man. Which is awesome. I have a Thanks for doing that, by a the huge, way. A huge binder full of them. And uh, yeah. in the stream here, you can see a picture of with him with the, uh, with the binder and reading it. And uh, so, yeah, it's really cool stuff. So thanks to everybody that, uh, that contributed to that. Heck, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh, next up, we have PS4 information. What? Bum, what? Bum, bum. It, it's funny because you know the last time uh, Yoshida was asked about this, um, he said, "You know, I think you guys will be surprised with how quick it comes up." And and this was also in regards to uh, the client for DirectX 11. Mm -hmm. Well, beta for PS4 is February 22nd. Boom! <laughs> it's coming up very soon. I think. That's actually the same day that the console launches in Japan. So yeah. in Japan, it's like, okay, here's a PS4. Oh, by the way, play 14 right now, day one, which is man, really cool. that is. I didn't know that was yeah. the launch day for uh, for PS4. That I didn't know it was either. Awesome. That's weird. Like we're getting and like way for that. <laughs> what other new? What other news uh, um, tied into uh, the PS4? Yes. Uh, so those people, I know a lot of people have been on the fence about this. They're thinking, well, it's coming out on PS4. Why should I buy it on PS3 right now? I don't have a PC. I'm going to have to buy it again. 
Not nope. the case. If you own the game on PS3, you will get a free download of the client on your PS4. So, so if you are waiting, go out, buy that sucker right now and get in. No, that, no reason to stop I saw that news now. this morning, and it was like I was having a, a conversation with my friends, uh, just texting back and forth just last night. And he was like, dude, I want to get this game. Um, Do it. I'm going to get a PS4. And I was like, dude, just just enjoy the game. Play it. You'll, you'll, you'll carry over. You'll be the same character, so you won't lose anything. And then it was like, and, and I was like, well, and I know they're going to probably do some kind of promotion, you yeah. know, whether you have the third, you know, uh, PS3 version. And then, I, and then I texted him, I saw the news, and I texted him today, and I was like, and today they announced it's totally free. And he's like, You're, you sold me. And that's like, <laughs> how can you not? You want to yeah. play the game. Oh, yeah, you know, the PS4 is going to look so much better. It's going to play so much better. Well, that's great. But now you don't have to wait. You can you can play. You can get in the game. And PS4 comes out. And you, if you're planning on getting it, it's it's a no-brainer. It just makes yeah. sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, along with that, um, it's, you know, they've because the last time Yoshida mentioned it, um, he also mentioned that you know DirectX 11 support will probably be coming a lot sooner than some people thought. Um, I you know I don't even know if if the PS4 client uses DirectX 11. It, I mean it very well could be for all we know. Um, but I, I would expect this hasn't been confirmed, but I would expect that to come out around the same time. It's supposed to be a whole new client um, for those people that want to run it uh, with DX11. Um, also, uh, Vita Remote Play has been confirmed with uh, Final Fantasy 14 on PS4. Uh, I mean, I could use my Vita for something finally. Good, yeah. You could lay in bed and just go out and like mine, which oh man, is way so more good. appealing than I think it should be when you think about it. But all right, um, I hope you don't also, have to leave the bed to play Final Fantasy right? anymore. There's also going to be uh, a companion app of some sort, um, which might be similar to Libra Eorzea, which is actually starting to show up on the iTunes Store for Japan, mm-hmm. which is yep. which uh, we just heard about a couple hours ago. Actually, uh, the uh, iOS first and Android. A couple of weeks, I guess. Um, no word on NA stuff yet, um, but chances are, if it's popping up on the iTunes, we'll probably see something uh, in the next couple of days here. Um, also, for for PS4 stuff, going back, um, there was a uh, Sony video released uh, with Naoki Yoshida talking about uh, Final Fantasy XIV and the PS4. Um, and if anybody has seen the, the controller, you know that it's got kind of like a little, kind of like a touch paddy type of thing. Um, and apparently, you'll be able to use that to kind of point and click with the interface in fourteen. So uh, that could be interesting to see. That same um, touchpad they said that could be used possibly when you're using the controller for PC. You could use it as a touchpad, like on a laptop, for moving the mouse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's lots of cool I'm things still, you could do with that. I'm still holding out hope that they uh, des- uh, decide to bring it to Xbox and Microsoft stops being keep, keep dreamers. I, I, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I started. I started a petition. You know, I don't think it'll go anywhere. But why the hell not? Right. Um, yeah. You know. So come on, Microsoft. Don't like. You know, thirteen to fifteen is. Don't let yourself miss out on this. <laughs> Start. You know, tweeting Major Nelson. Be like, come on. Right. The. Uh, you know. They actually. Uh, I read something this week too that the. Uh, the PS4 controller will actually be uh, plug and play with PC. Oh wow! That's which nice. Which is nice. Yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe. If you don't want to play it on the PS4, take your controller, hook it up with your PC, and maybe you can do the same, the exact same, same thing. You had, to, you had to do so many things, like especially when you use it wirelessly on the, like the PS3 controller because it is Bluetooth. 
There's so many hoops you had to try to jump through just to try to get it to work. I, I remember installing a driver to try and get it to work, and it, like, crashed my PC, like, hard. Like, I had to reformat. It was horrible. You had to boot Windows into, like, test mode. And <laughs> just, oh, my God. I had to boot safe like... mode in safe mode. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, last but not least here, um, out of big news here for 14 this week, the first seasonal event for Realm Reborn is here, the Moonfire Fair. You can go out and get your heat-resistant gear uh, there's fates uh, and a couple areas scattered around. You go and you kill bombs, uh, and you earn the uh, it's uh, what is the wet, wet bomb ash or something? Wet bombard ash, something like that. Uh, and then you can exchange that for your swimwear. Um, new pieces for this event. I think there's three sets total. Uh, it's fifteen of those a pop. Um, and then if you want to get the uh, pieces from last year, those are three a piece. I think so. If you're new to fourteen. And you don't have the stuff from last year, you can still get it. So that's kind of cool to see. And some new fireworks. Come on, that's important too. I went out and got a <laughs> That's the most important so part. I could buy some fireworks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Just shoot them off randomly. Well, maybe when we beat Titan tonight, we'll we'll pop off a few fireworks or something. I already beat Titan. You're the one. We well, when we out. when we <laughs> beat it tonight. <laughs> Zing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring fireworks for you, buddy. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring some fireworks too. It'll be great. Um, okay. <laughs> from uh, Death Tracker and stuff. Uh, there's going to be a 10-hour maintenance coming up here to, quote, substantially increase the number of worlds, create a third duty finder group to alleviate server stress, and increase the number of servers used for instances. And then this is, you know, on top of the one that they had last week where they added a couple new worlds and uh, grouped some of the worlds together for duty finder. So still trying to get that knocked out. I know today was really bad getting queued for uh, for AK and to keep. For those oh, man. Know what AK is, it was thirty yeah. plus cues just to get into Duty Finder. After and it's just uh, you were forming the parties already, and you had to wait for it to reserve the instance. So this maintenance should hopefully be really awesome. Oh, <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's, it, it it's just an Amtapor keep server. Maybe that's all. It, it actually is there. If you noticed, if you did uh, Castrum or Praetorium or anything like that, they you get in instantly. Well, I'm just, saying, I'm saying maybe the one that they're adding is just a uh, is just oh, just for keep, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, in in the thing that like again in the announcement that they made and correct me if I've misinterpreted it also said that they're you know in order to add content to to more worlds um, is that meaning that we're also going to see like just some some slight content updates and content can be anything Maybe. from items and things like that but I think in, as a part of that we might see you know something uh, added at least that's how I'm I'm interpret, uh, interpreting the announcement. Yeah, they could be adding a few things. I know um, one thing that they also did address this week, um, monsters sometimes not appearing in fates for crowded areas. I experienced mm -hmm. this yesterday. Um, I got really lucky. I know Monk hates me for it. Uh, but I had Behemoth and Odin back-to-back. And um, I, I saw them maybe 20% of the time I was in the fate because they just wouldn't load. You know, I'd be walking around, all of a sudden I see you know Behemoth's ass in front of my screen, and I'm dead. I'm like, great, awesome. So I just kind of run around and... You know, anytime I see him, I was on bars, so I just, you know, pop a dot on him and like, oh, bye, as he pops away again, and 200 other people show up on your screen yeah. instead. It's yeah. Bad. I have missed every flipping one. <laughs> I, I've, I must have played 100 hours, and I have missed every single one of them. I am I felt so, so bad, because he, he pops in yesterday morning, and I was like, wow, you missed Behemoth and Odin, and they popped, like, right next to each other, and he's just like... <laughs> I went. I, I left for three hours to bring yeah. my son out yeah. so he could have something to do during the day. And uh, that three-hour window—it's it's funny you mentioned that because I know a couple, so a couple times today, um, 
we were all in, in TeamSpeak uh, doing AK, and we had a couple different groups running. Um, and a few times, uh, the queue would pop up finally after like a half hour waiting, and one person would have like gone to the bathroom for a minute, and they missed it, and they had to wait again. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like an hour per AK run sucks, at this point, yeah, just because of the duty finder. It's really bad, but uh, mm. hopefully that gets fixed with the uh, the maintenance, so hopefully. Um with, uh, with us this week, uh, Gamerscape, we were at PAX. Uh, we got the chance to uh, sit down with uh, Naoki Yoshida and Masayoshi Soke. And if you haven't checked out the interview yet, you really, really should. It's pretty darn awesome. We actually have a, uh, an MP3 embed. So can actually uh, sang for us the uh, jingle that's going to be used in the new Hildebrand Fates, uh, which is something that we, we managed to get out of them. Because I'm a big Hildebrand fan. I know a lot of other people are out there, too. Um, so I, you know, I asked about Hildebrand and Gilgamesh, and I'm like, "Where are these guys? I haven't seen them yet." Um, they said, "You know, Hildebrand's coming in uh, in 2.1," and then they mentioned like Hildebrand Fates, and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "It actually kind of set me back." But Hildebrand Fates, like, really? That's awesome! And so and Sokin just starts like singing the jingle and stuff. It was great. Maybe that's what they mean by content. Some Maybe more fates, stuff like that. Yeah, they could shoe a couple in or something. Sure, yeah. that'd be cool. Um, but we also asked about um, primals, uh, when we can expect to see more, um, when we can expect to see uh, Remove Shiva or Leviathan. One of those will be um, coming up here soon, uh, but they won't tell us which one, because it's going to be uh, based on the storyline. So mm-hmm. keeping that a little hush-hush right now for anybody that's completed the main scenario, you might... Uh, it, it hasn't really hinted at it, but I think you kind of get the idea of, of what could happen. The, um, they did say they were going to d- introduce like another beastman, you know, uh, tribe, he, and yeah. that I would think tied to Shiva primarily because Leviathan would be the Sangren and uh, Ramu is, uh, you know, the I can't pronounce self. Him, but, but self. Thank you. Well, it's, it's um, interesting too because I mean, it's Ramu is actually in the game technically mm-hmm. right now. I mean, we yeah. you get you see a model of him and you kind of understand why you're not fighting him now, mm-hmm. um, which you know I think. Well, we know we're gonna fight him eventually, right? So it's yeah. kind of like, well, what happens to trigger that? Um, and maybe you know that'll be with. Uh, they said that um, you know there's going to be primals that you haven't even imagined that are, are going to appear. So I'm almost wondering if you know primals just start appearing all over the place and removes like getting all pissed off and he's like, I just want to fight people. I you know, who knows? <laughs> I have a Hop big, on the primal. I am not doing anything beard. today. <laughs> These new primals came and insulted my beard. I am angry. Um, Maybe somebody yeah. comes along with a bigger beard and that just pisses him off. <laughs> the actual primal—it's just a beard. Like that's it's awesome. beard. beard primal. It's, it's actually just like a giant like version of like cousin it. And Ramu's all pissed off. Ramu's got three phases. He's got his beard, and then <laughs> he's got his head, and then his stats. Yep, that's awesome. Um, so for all that stuff, um, in two point two, uh, that's when all the new primals are going to start showing up. Um, in two point one, Good King Mugamog's back, so that'll be really cool. Um, and then uh, also 2.1, and this is all in addition to the Crystal Tower, which we know is coming as well. Uh, there's going to be new difficulty modes for Garuda, Titan, and Ifrit. Um, they don't know what they're going to call them yet. Super, Hard, Ultra, Hyper. Extreme. Extreme. They're called Extreme, yeah. The current ones are Hard, and then those are Extreme. Well, they haven't said for sure what the... What the no, they did. It was ex- no, 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 no. They, when we talked to them, they said they didn't have a name set in stone yet. So it, it okay, extreme since it wasn't. In they were extreme before. I don't know why they. Before they that. were extreme. A lot of people called them hyper though too. 
Hyper? So, Hyper was like in, uh, I thought the Japanese. Some people called him Hyper. Uh, maybe wasn't, it was the uh, wasn't the quest name Extreme? Wasn't he called? Wasn't it, it called it, a bit it Extreme? Was, in the people, Relic quest? People, uh, people had referred to it as Hyper before. I remember. I'm, I'm just going off the quest. Who knows? Um, Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, Shiva will be uh, the primal of a beast tribe that we have not seen yet. So we'll get a new beast tribe at some point. Um, free companies and primals, um, they've been talking about that for a long time. We still really don't know what's going on with that. Um, but those will be coming sometime around 2.2 or 2.3. That's when primals will start entering the field. So probably with that huge wave of random primals that just kind of pop up out of nowhere. So that should be pretty cool. Um, let's see... What else did I ask? I asked about uh, the timing for the lightning event that we know is coming. It's supposed to be lightning fate to tie in with uh, like turns Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, they said, uh, you know, since it's kind of a tie-in, it'll probably be sometime around, um, you know, when the game comes out. And I had asked, um, and this has been asked before a couple times, um, you know, if they had plans for other characters. Um, specifically, uh, Yoshida had mentioned, like, Cloud on his motorcycle and maybe, like, Sephiroth as a dungeon boss or something. Um, and I, you know, I'm a little curious... You know, because with how they're approaching lightning and stuff, um, you know, if they were seriously considering um, adding other characters, uh, and I, you know, I brought up Cloud and Sephiroth, and they said, well, those were more like ones that we would never bring into 14 because they have a lot of hardcore fans, um, and if you just brought them into 14, you'd, you know, get a lot of people pissed off at you. Um, and so with those characters, they have to be like really, really, really careful, and so they're kind of avoiding that. So, um, I guess if you know if you were it like that, maybe maybe Lightning doesn't have a lot of hardcore fans, so people are just like whatever. No, not. it's a tie-in. They need, no, to, promote, totally, they need totally. to promote their game, otherwise no one's gonna care. I don't think anyone's gonna care, even if they do promote it in fourteen. Whoops. Uh, oh. Did I just say that? Shh, no. <laughs> uh, I'll buy it. I'm gonna people will play it. it. People will play it. I'll be buying it for sure. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna do my best to hold off because I just want to wait. <laughs> I, I I'm playing it because I, I kind of hope Lightning dies at the end. That's mean, right? You know, it's, you say that, but a lot of people I've been talking to are kind of hoping the same thing, and they're like longtime Final Fantasy fans. Um, I asked Sokin about uh, you know about the the Lightning stuff. If there's gonna be uh, new arrangements of the music from Final Fantasy 13, and he said. Uh, you know, all that music for Lightning Returns and everything, it's done already, so instead of, you know, rearranging it and adding it, um, they're just going to use that track, and Yoshida goes, yeah, that song, you'll hear that song. That song. And I was, I'm like, okay, thanks, guys. Oh, that song. <laughs> Appreciate Great. the details, and they just started laughing at me. I'm like, okay. Um, Gold Saucer, um, you know, it's been one of those things. That's my number one. It's just kind of been on the horizon forever. Um they haven't been talking about it a lot because they've been working on it. Um, right now, they're in the planning stages for it, um, and they want to have at least three things done before they launch it. Um, you know, a mini game, a card game, or maybe you know, if they even said a snowboarding game, which would be interesting to see how that works. I think in, in the engine for 2.0, um, I can't say what they'll have yet, um, but there you know, there has to be at least three kind of activities to do before they'll open it. Um, and right now, in the current schedule, it'll be after. 2.3. So it'll be a while, yeah. So next mm-hmm. August? Yeah, it'll be it'll be. You a, think oh, it's gonna yeah. be? I don't. I don't think it's gonna be that that kind of long. I mean, we it'll be it'll see. be it'll be summertime. Next summer, Early yeah. Summer, yeah. Maybe maybe like E3. It just be like, Here's gold saucer. <laughs> so it just depends, I guess. With uh, and we'll know more as we when we see uh, 2.1 scheduled and 2.2 because I know he said he was targeting like two and a half months per patch. Um, you know, two and a so half to three. 
yeah, so it's like hopefully they're able to keep up with that pace and also like you know supplement the the time between you know with content as well. Sure. Um, and then uh, the other question we asked to was about the uh, the unicorn mount um, mm. and what kind of other class specific mounts we can expect to see when we'll see them, what they can be. Um, and it's, it's I got a kind of an interesting answer for that. They actually have the unicorn mount for Conjure because they wanted more people to play healers. Because I guess you know early on in, in early access and in phase four. Um, people were waiting a long time for healers and duty finder, and so they're like, we need more people to, to play healer roles. So let's give them a little bit of a, an incentive to do that. And so, so here's, here's a, a unicorn. Here's, yeah, here's a, here's a <laughs> unicorn to ride around. Um, and and Yoshida said maybe we'll we'll have a tank one next because that's the other the other thing. And anyone that's been playing now and been doing duty finder, you'll know that you're always waiting for the healer and the tank. If you are a healer or a tank, you get into parties like instantly. Um, and so they want more people to be on those roles so that things can kind of roll a little smoother. So. It makes sense. They're, yeah. they're, they're, I would say they're the least fun to play for me, but you know, they're required to do MMO content. Oh, yeah. So it's Absolutely. like you don't get to smash stuff in the face. You don't get to <laughs> you know run around and pew pew from a distance. Cut. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. they're not they're not really as entertaining for me. Yeah, but I, I do. I, them, you know. I'm, I'm more of a DPS guy, or maybe uh, that's the, you're an only DPS guy. Well, right Mr. now, Dragoon I, right, right now, I am just because I <laughs> I don't know that there's really a, a good just pure support class. I think I think Scholar is kind of getting on that. Bard is actually kind of mm. less of that now, I think, in 2.0. Yeah. I haven't actually used my songs that much at all. <laughs> they're only for they're only good for when you're halfway through a primal fight and the white mage is low on MP. Yeah. That's it. I mean I used to use those things all the time and now it's just kinda like, you know, someone will poke me, hey, can I get ballad because I actually need it? <laughs> I'm like, alright, <laughs> sure. I'd love to use my job abilities. Um <laughs> I, I actually I prefer I like uh, playing healing classes. Um, I, I have since uh, since eleven. You know, I've just always kind of rolled a healing class to get a to get a party, and I actually really like it. You know, and if you play uh, play well, you can. You know, it's nice to be able to toss in some damage there in, in this version mm. and then switch yeah. back switch back to healing. Mm-hmm. Cleric stance is awesome. Yeah. I'm oh, so yeah. glad that that's added. I actually Absolutely. actually played a little bit of conjure. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my cleric stance. Cleric stance. At some point, I got my got my unicorn unlocked. Play the play the stance dance. <laughs> nice. That's, that's, yeah, like that's, an how, episode, that's how I can tell when I get into right there. Into a duty finder, and we get a, a white mage. You know that they're good when they're throwing in nukes with cleric stance in between the right. heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did this arrow come from? Oh, we have a <laughs> mage. I mean, where did the stone come from? Oh, yeah. Right. About that. About that. Who's got stone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Black mage. What? I don't have one of those. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Like it doesn't use stone. What is this? Um, this isn't Final Fantasy XI or any other Final Fantasy, <laughs> right? So, uh, so we were out of packs. Well, like, we were, like some of the other Final Fantasies, like Black Mage wouldn't get stone. It would get you know Blizzard, uh, Lightning, and, and Fire, and that's what they added. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just yeah. uh, correction, right? <laughs> I'm just used to eleven, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, Maybe right. Yeah, it's old habits that spoiled me, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah. out of packs. Um, you could fight Titan. Um, they had that set up. It was the uh, same fight as uh, a lot of you have probably done by now uh, for the main storyline, uh, except with eight people. Um, there were... Uh, so what was the level 30 fight? It was like the level, yeah, 30, 34, 36-ish. Right, but with eight people instead of... But with eight people, yeah. Okay. Um, the healers, and then you had a warrior and a paladin were on PCs, and then you had uh, what was it? It was a dragoon monk archer and black mage on ps3s 
Um, so it wasn't more. It was it was an interesting like okay because you kind of they'd kind of group you up into your parties while you were in line so you could kind of talk strategy a little bit. And so you know I'd go in there because I had already I actually did Titan like a couple days before. So I'm like okay, first off, who's played the game before? You know, a couple people. Okay, now who's played it with a controller? Because <laughs> that's really going to be on controller. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we managed to beat it a couple times, so that was really cool. Um, I, uh, I this is a little embarrassing, but I was doing it, um, and you had enough time to do like two runs. So if you if you died, you could, you know, restart it and do it again, and, and still get a clear for it. Um, and uh, you know, I'd been telling uh, my whole group, you know, don't fall off the edge. You know, if he's doing that thing, like get out of there otherwise you'll get knocked off and you'll die you know you know i was saying this like every you know every other sentence i was telling these guys in the strategy sure enough i was the first one over the edge <laughs> and, uh, nice i'm just sitting there i'm just kind of like ah, really? what happened did you get knocked off or did i you just i just got yeah i got run. knocked off. i got knocked off i you know i thought i was like right on the edge as i was running and it, it got me and uh i'm just sitting there and i feel somebody grab my shoulders and start shaking me and saying what happened and i turn around and yoshida is standing right next to me and i'm just like oh god <laughs> <laughs> Embarrass yourself in front of boss man. Yep. Oh no. It, it was kind of funny. Probably, probably I was uh, I was on warrior. Warrior. Yeah. So uh, it was it was kind of funny because after that I was kind of you know watching everybody else's screen because you can't see anything on your screen because you <laughs> freaking dropped to the bottom of the thing, um, and our uh, our dragoon accidentally elusive jumped off the ledge, which was it's like one of those things like it sucks but it's so funny to see. Yeah. Um, you just, Backflips right off, down he goes. Um, but uh, we were able to it's get the fun one. to do too. When we're wiping on yeah. Titan, I just do it. I run up to him and backflip off yeah. the edge. And it was it was good because uh, you know I saw Yoshida uh, a little bit after that, and I'm like, hey, you know, I won. I got my shirt, and uh, you know, people from my group are like, yeah, this whole time he's like, don't fall off the edge, don't fall off the edge. My girlfriend's talking to him in Japanese. He's like, he was telling me don't fall off the edge all these times, and then he fell off the edge, and you know, she just starts like laughing at me. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> But it's like one of those stories, like, I can't not tell it, right? It's funny. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun out there. Um, we actually have uh, some of the stage presentations are, uh, I recorded with my crappy cell phone. Um, so check those out. They are on the website. Uh, some cool little tidbits of info in there. Uh, Soken singing and beatboxing, and then Fern Hall's translating the beatboxing with more beatboxing. It was, it was, it was interesting. Uh, so check those out. Um, we have uh, a write-up of the actual event itself, uh, lots of pictures of that, so you can see that. Uh, and we might have some stuff to give away from the event at some point in the future. So uh, keep an eye out for, uh, for more details on that. we gotta got to figure out how uh, I actually just started unpacking today, which is bad because I've been home for a few days now. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I think all the people that are watching today were necessarily watching last time when you gave away a signed bag that's true right yeah. you should probably tell everybody what they missed by not watching last yeah so last because episode. you guys didn't do it i actually have to send that out because the guy got replied to me late and i was like out in seattle already for packs but uh yeah last uh, last episode we gave away a uh, bag from e3 signed by uh fox Clan, michael christopher koji fox for halls and uh, naoki yoshida so uh yeah we missed out that's a Sick item for a collector. Yes. You know what also is a sick item for a collector? What? Check. Where's my hand? Which? <laughs> Another hand. You're pointing to right here. Check this out. I got. I got. I know. This is like the weirdest. Like I think I got my before meteor signed, and my uh, collector's edition. This is over. Damn. This is like horrible to do. I can't do this. I got, I got those signed, which is really cool. 
Um, but uh, it was really cool. They actually had a little, little, little teeny, teeny, tiny merch booth set up. They were selling the game and before Meteor. And Soken was actually just sitting like right next to the booth. And everybody that would buy a copy of Before Meteor, he would sign it for him, which is oh, nice. really cool. He was there like, you know, throughout the the whole uh, few days that they were there, which is really cool. He was really funny. He um, during the first stage presentation. Um, you know, Yoshida made the the comment how you know he he likes Black Mage a lot, and so I had uh, I had seen them out just kind of roaming and signing stuff, and so I'm like, you know, I took my stuff up, I you know saw Soken first and asked him to sign my collector's edition, and and he goes, and he's like, I'm gonna sign on the Black Mage, make sure because it's Yoshida's favorite, I'm gonna sign on the Black Mage, make sure you tell him that when you ask him to sign it, tell him that Soken signed on this because it's his favorite, and I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> But it was, it was funny. I guess you just laughed at it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, between because they were doing a lot of interviews and stuff um, on top of the you know, the presentations and all the stuff that they were doing out there. And in their free time, they would just come out and roam around and just sign stuff. And you could always tell when they were out there because there would just be like a swarm of people huddled around this little table. Uh, and uh, they were really cool about it. So it's really cool to see stuff like that. And when they weren't doing that, Yoshi would just be walking around the Titan area and, you know, shaking other people's shoulders and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. It was really cool to see that. So uh, make sure to check out the gallery. We have some of that kind of stuff uh, in there on our write-up about the event. So it was good stuff. Hopefully they'll do more in the future. It would be nice. Sure. Um, maybe we'll you know, get a fan fest or something. I would like uh, a fan fest. Yoshida, Yoshida mentioned fan fest. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. We've, we've, once they started doing them, every, you know, every year it's like, well, when's the next fan fest? And... Um, I think the last time we really asked about it, um, it was with, with Sage Sunday. He was actually at the event. He's still alive, in case anybody was worried, because we haven't kind of seen him out in the in the, in the spotlight uh, recently. Um, but they, you know, he had mentioned um, that they were looking at maybe just taking um, existing events like PAX and just adding something kind of on top of that to, you know, something that people would already be at. They could, you know, come to that on the side, which is what they did with this, this 14 launch event. Uh, and I think it, it worked really well. So mm-hmm. we will see more of that kind of th- uh, stuff in the future. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I've never actually been to one. I know that they talked about like the one for the for eleven that they would do. Yeah. And so if they Those do something, really fun. Routine, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I think if if they did a big thing like that, I think they'd probably have to just combine the games. Like it would make sense, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, well, if, they, if they do that, we should uh, see if we could go and do oh, a we'll podcast. Be gonna, we'll be there. We'll be there if they do it for sure. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, so that does it for all that stuff. We did have a couple bits of feedback here, a couple of questions. Um, what Spark on Twitter wants to know: tank duties and the most useful commands. Uh, I mean, duties, right? Like you're tanking. You want to hold hate and make sure that the mobs aren't attacking other people. Oh so. man, I keep forgetting shield oath whenever I'm on Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I charge in and I'm like, oh, why is the why is the monk pulling hate off me? Yeah, it's, it's bad because I, I have I've actually geared my warrior decently too with AK gear, um, but I've just, I've never been huge on tanking um, and, you know, I'll, I'll tank something and people will be like, alright, after he uses this ability X amount of times will go on and I'm like oh, I should be using that? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do that. Um, but, uh, you know, something that is useful to do um and every every tank has their own kind of style on on how they do it. Um, if you're when you're going into like a raid, um, when you engage mobs, they'll have the letter next to them. Um, some um, tanks will just assume that uh, people will attack them alphabetically, 
Um, others will actually use the, uh, what, are, what do they call them, targets, markers? The markers. markers. And those things are so nice, and it really kind of helps yep. communicate the order in which we want to take things down. Yeah, you can you can actually put the, the things right on your hotbar, so you can target something, hit the button on your hotbar, and it'll put a giant, like, one above the mob's head, or a two, or whatever, so you can, you know, tell everybody the order to attack stuff in, um, which is very helpful, too. Um, but, I mean, really just, you know, get familiar with um, any anything, any of your abilities that say enmity or increases enmity, those are going to be what you want to start off with all the time. That'll get your hate up. That'll make the mob more attracted to you, which oh. sounds kind of creepy, but it's what you want. <laughs> I'm going to talk about provoke really quick because... Okay. People, Did they change it? Yes. Um, it used to be a set amount of threat that it would give you. Like, you'd use it and you'd get 500 enmity, and then, you know, that was it. Now, provoke puts you on top of the enmity list plus one. So if you are fighting something for five minutes and you die, you can get raised up, provoke, and get and it get back right up. All the way back up to the top That's of nice. the enemy list plus one. So you're back on top of threat. And uh, it's a and so you don't want to start with it because oh, you want to save it if for those nobody has any moments, yeah. you use provoke first, you're just gonna be at zero. Yeah. So yeah, it's a tool for when that monster comes off of you to the you know, heading running towards the white mage or the bard you provoke, it'll come back to you. You're like, no, come back. <laughs> Not that way. Yeah, it's well, your... And there's, it's got a, quite a, a bit of cooldown as well, so yeah, mm -hmm. you would you want to save right. it for those moments. And then ideally with Flash, and if you're playing a tank role, you want to go and make sure you hit every, uh, you know, every mob, you know, etc. And using the markers, um, I think, you know, that... And also I would say, and while I haven't played the tanks yet, um, macros, because like even, uh, you know, Mog, you were talking about like, always forget, you know, Shield of... But yeah. um, a macro <laughs> will help solve that issue because you can just say, yeah. "All right, here's my opener." And I saw one that was posted on you know some website that was talking about like uh, you know it was always going to do I think whether it was blood for blood or, or whatever, and then a, a close ranged attack, and if not, then uh, a an, uh, the shield. So he's like, sure. if he was too far away, um, he would automatically do shield lob because he was wasn't close enough. Nice. But if you're close enough. The uh, shield lob wouldn't trigger because it was still on global cooldown, and you turn off air messages uh, in the general, and you have a clean chat, and you can use those macros, and it's really helpful. Um, so there's definitely some people been posting out, you know, different macros that they're using, but macros really help to the day because you can even build in those markers into your macros. Right. So you're like, all right, here's yeah. what I am killing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Hit and there's there's also one. there's other ones for. Um, you know, if, if you want to get really hardcore into it um, with, you know, like a, a free company, um, there's macros you can do to, you know, engage, um, you know, enemies with like a certain mark and, and stuff kind of like that or, you know, whatever person. Yeah, if you mark all your targets fight. properly, you can use macros just to designate um, first, second, third kill order and so forth. And it's just built into the macro. You don't even yeah. need to you don't even need to target things manually. You can just have it done by macros. Target X, target circle, target mm -hmm. square. Kill them in that order. Um, you know, just tell your free company that's the order you kill yeah. things in and, and make sure you're marking pulls, it's kinda, I guess. It's kind of funny, too, coming from, from 11 into 14. You know, 11 was so dependent on macros, and you get into 14, you're like, I can just, like, put the buttons on my hotbar and just click them, and, like, that's awesome. I don't need macros ever again. But mm -hmm. they there are some things you can do that are really, really awesome with macros mm -hmm. to make things easier. So, yes. uh, definitely. As either of you guys, and I know you haven't played uh, Arcanist that much, but the one thing I'm trying to find out is how, and I've been Googling and searching, and I just can't find it, but how to call and macro pet abilities. 
um, because that is driving me nuts. <laughs> and it's not slash pad, and it's not slash AC, and then it's not in like mm-hmm. I'm sure, I've, I remember seeing it in documentation. I thought, but I haven't been maybe, able. Maybe yeah. To if anybody uh, knows in chat or whatever, we do. We do have a macro page on the wiki. I don't know if it's there. If somebody knows that stuff and would add it, that would be super awesome of you. You know, and and anything else in the game of course we're always looking for edits on the wiki um nice yeah, plug there yeah. right? I thought it was good um, go hit the wiki up right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know like, if it's on there or not um, it, you know it's it's taking us a little bit uh, of time to get a lot of stuff on there but uh, we're working on it uh, I've been putting some stuff into our uh, m Key page since I've been doing that like non-stop over the last few days uh, we put, I put uh, Mog's little speedrun video on there um, so you can check that out um our next question here comes from uh, Aaron Ravage. Any chance that the PS3 client is going to get a PC-style action bar? Uh, probably not, because I, I, I don't know if it's, it's PS3 limitations. I feel weird saying that. I feel like I'm just kind of jumping to conclusions with that. Um, but it's, you know, it's a console. It was designed for the gamepad. Um, the PS4, however, maybe that'll be different. Maybe that'll give you the option to choose, since it has that touchpad on the controller to, to be able to do like a, a point and click interface, uh, but we don't know yet for sure. So we'll see. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, unless anybody else has uh, something they want to add here. No. Drums. Yeah, my brother doesn't know I'm recording apparently. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, brother. Let me grab my guitar. Let's just like. I'm gonna go down and punch him in the face <laughs> after this. All right. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, it's uh, Eighth Right Radio, Eighth Right Radio at GamerEscape.com. Send us emails, questions. Uh, you can tweet at us at Eighth Right Radio, uh, and of course visit us at GamerEscape.com. Check out our Final Fantasy XIV wiki, the best freaking Final Fantasy XIV wiki around. And uh, we'll see you back here uh, in a couple of weeks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Later.